Hi, my name is Philia, and I'm here with my co-host, Yami. Hey, guys. Welcome to Treading, Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to diving into the deep end of open, honest, and fun conversations that surround our everyday life in Christ. Now, faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So, Yemi, what are we diving into today? So, Philia, we are continuing the season of the Power of Parables, where we take a closer look at the parables as told by Jesus Christ, which gives us insight into the kingdom of heaven and teaches us life lessons. The parable that we will be covering today is the parable of the two sons. This parable is found in the book of Matthew, chapter 21, verses 23 to 32. I will be reading from the NIV version, but please feel free to use any version you like. Okay, it begins. And I scroll down to it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jesus entered the temple courts, and while he was teaching, the chief priest and the elders of the people came to him. By what authority are you doing these things, they asked, and who gave you this authority? Jesus replied, I will also ask you one question. If you answer me, I will tell you by what authority I am doing these things. John's baptism, where did it come from? Was it from heaven or of human origin? They discussed it amongst themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will ask, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin... We are afraid of the people, for they all hold that John was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we don't know. Then he said, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. Hmm. So he continues with, continues with the parable. What do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and he said, son, go and work today in the vineyard. The son said, I will not. But later he changed his mind and he went. Then the father went to the other son and he said the same thing. The son answered, I will, sir. But he did not go. Jesus asked the question, which of the two did what the father wanted? The religious leaders responded, the first. Jesus said to him, said to them, Truly, I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of heaven ahead of you. For John came to show you the way of the righteousness, and you did not believe him, but the tax collectors and the prostitutes did. And even after you saw this, you did not repent and believe him. This is the parable of the two sons. Hmm. Wow. This is just really taking me all over the place because I think that this parable is 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 making you question even the two sons in their replies. Are you looking at the son that, you know, answered yes, but didn't do it? Because I know um, what we used to do to our parents, go and wash the dishes, okay, and we don't wash the dishes. <laughs> or the son that says, no, I'm not, and then your parents wake up and the dishes are done. It's like, who do you believe? Who's the righteous one? So, Yemi, please tell us what this parable is all about. 
Well, we know the answer to that question is that the righteous one is the one who actually did it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, even the religious leaders who were questioning Jesus' authority could answer that question. But when he asked them about John the Baptist, they couldn't answer because they didn't want to believe John, John the Baptist's authority was from heaven. Right. And, and, and so they said, I'm not going to give you an answer. So Jesus tells them this parable so that they can actually give, give an, an answer. answer. <laughs> right. And then they have to reflect, like, what is he trying to tell us? And he says, like, even the tax collectors and the prostitutes will get into king, the kingdom of heaven before you because they believe John the Baptist. Right. And so the idea is not, um, you know, not who did who did what first, not who answered first right. or who said the affirmative first. It's the fact of your actions, actions. right? Ah. So the first son who was defiant mm -hmm. still obeyed. Right. And that's what Jesus is counting. But the second son, while was obedient in answering or well, while I answered the affirmative, was defiant. was defiant because their actions, he disobeyed. Right. And right. so Jesus is counting obedience mm. and he's counting like, what are you going to do? Right. So do you believe John the Baptist that his authorities from heaven and all the things that he said to you? He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That's what John the Baptist said. But no, they challenge his authority and they're challenging Jesus authority. And Jesus is saying, listen, the people who believe and obey are going to get into heaven before you. So even the tax collectors and the prostitutes who were all doing wrong, right? Mm -hmm. They're like the son who said no first. Once they repented and did what was right, they get into heaven. But you who go around proclaiming that you know the word or, or you, you follow the rules of, of God and don't obey with following Jesus or following the John the Baptist and listening to what they said, where's your heaven? Right. right. Where's your heaven? Right. So that to me, I love this parable because it's more not it's more of not what you say, it's what you do. Dude, Jesus job. is gotcha. watching. Gotcha. Jesus is watching. Right. Right. You know, um, it's funny because you know you start to question yourself with this, and I'm thinking, you know, who am I? You know, which one am I? Am I the son who presents himself as obedient while running around raising havoc? Or am I the daughter to um, to all in appearance is the black sheep, you know, that um, that seems like the bad one, but really in reality is really doing what's good behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. You know, so it, it's 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 interesting because People like to look at this appearance, like, what are you presenting yourself? Mm. But what's mm. really important is what are you doing? Yes. You yes. know, what are you, what are you really doing? So who are you? You know, I know as the, uh, when I was younger, I was the kid that seemed very, <laughs> that definitely seemed more defiant than anything. But I always had that conscious, like, okay, you know what? Let me just go do it because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. why am I even not doing it? Mm -hmm. You know, but then I always seemed like the kid who was disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, it's because you're American. You know, you <laughs> Americans don't have no culture. You have no respect for your African parents. You know, but then I always did the good job. You know, and then my sister who seemed so obedient and was like the love of everybody's life was going around not doing the work. You know, <laughs> So it's really interesting to me that this, this parable brings back that idea. And I think, hey, that's why the, this idea of action speaks louder than word. This is what this is. This mm -hmm, parable mm -hmm. really uh, uh, um, concentrates on or 
is attributed to that idea. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, when you talk about appearance, uh, these religious leaders, they felt that they were the the religious authority. They had moral superiority and they would pray and do all the things and absorb, observe the rules. But when it came time to be about God's work and about Jesus, you know, we know that Jesus called them hypocrites. And, and, and the appearance were, was that the prostitutes and the tax collectors, they were so unclean that they would never get into the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus is telling them right to their faces, they're going to get into heaven before you right. because they repented. Right. They understood mm. the message. Right. And they followed and obeyed in obedience. And that's what's important. It's not what your first appearance are mm -hmm. is. Because like you, Philia, mm -hmm. I was a child. I mean, I was obedient, mm -hmm. but I grumbled right. the whole time. Right. I mean, I didn't tell my parents no, but I was just like, why is it always me? Why is it always me? And my parents were pretty much because you would do it. Right. Right. <laughs> like no matter how much I complained, they were like, oh, you're the, you're the good one. You're the one who will do it. You right. you 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 are a good girl. Mm -hmm. and I'm like I don't want to be your good girl. I want to be. I want a good girl going back. <laughs> I want to be the one who's doing whatever I want. Right. But you right. know, I, I was obedient because I would do what my parents would say, even grumbling. Right. You know, so I I hope like in this parable, like I'm the the good one, and mm -hmm. you know, my inheritance. Wink, wink, <laughs> wink, hint, hint. Will reflect that right. compared to my sibling. Uh, <laughs> But I think there's right. some other points that I, I think are pretty important to bring out, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, these religious leaders, their authority stood on the fact that they were children of Abraham, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, they can trace their lineage and they said, like, you know, Father Abraham is my son, uh, my father. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a descendant. And God entered a covenant with Abraham. Abraham. So they right. had this Abrahamic covenant, covenant. with mm -hmm. them. But, you know, when John the Baptist came and he was preaching to them and even telling them, like, repent for the, the kingdom of God is at hand, he says, um, he says to them, don't think to yourselves, we have Abraham for our father. For I tell you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. Mm. So John the Baptist was trying to explain to them that their authority could be null and void in, in God's eyes uh, because God can rise up children of Abraham from anywhere. Wow. Right. That's how we know that we can say Father Abraham had many sons right. and many sons had Father Abraham for I am one of them. Mm. And so are you. Right. Like we, we may be the Gentiles and not the Jews. Right. right? right. But That's as John so the Baptist was explaining to them, mm -hmm. like we still can get into the kingdom of heaven because we're doing the things that right. God, God wants us to do. And just like he's preaching to you, he's preaching to us. So we all have the same access. Right. Like no one is superior than the other. And that's the whole thing with like the last pair the first will come last and the last will come first. No one is superior than others. Like it doesn't matter where you're standing on your authority, where you're holding your authority on or what your outward appearance is, how many times a day you pray or when it comes down to doing what matters, are you obedient to God? Right. Have you repented? Do you follow Jesus Christ? Are you following the first commandment, the second commandment? We always talk about that because Jesus said these are the two most important commandments. Right. Love the Father, love the Lord your God above all uh, anything else, right? 
And then with all your heart, all your soul, your spirit, and then love your neighbors as you love yourselves. The most two most important, you just have to obey that. So as Philly explained, your outward appearance doesn't matter because God is watching. What are you doing? Are you being obedient? Mm -hmm. Wow. I love this parable. I love this parable because it really um, makes you question your actions and your words, you know, do they align? It also reemphasizes or reiterates what our previous par um, parable that we discussed, where it just talks about that we all still get a chance to go into heaven as Amen. long as we're doing the right thing, you know? So lead by example, you know, lead by, you know, follow God's word, know that God, his grace is bestowed upon all of us. And salvation is given by him and him mm. only, Ooh. you know? Ooh. And, and I think that's something that these sons of Abraham didn't really, they just thought that because they had a covenant or God had a covenant with Abraham that they're already com almost excluded. Like they're covered, yeah. but yeah, no. they have the entitlement. Yes. They had that entitlement. Great, great um, um, word to describe. But I think that the salvation thing they didn't think about because only God can grant salvation. That is amazing. Yeah. That is amazing because you're right. They thought the salvation belonged to them exclusively. Mm -hmm. yes. And yes. as we talked about last time, like, yeah, it's exclusive, but it's inclusive, right? right? It includes right. everyone. Everyone has a chance for the salvation and it's God who grants it, not you. You don't get to set the rules or dictate how, how it's done. And like talking about these religious leaders makes me always think about Christians mm -hmm. and how so many people talk about Christians as hypocrites right. because it's always like, I, you know, I go to church every Sunday, I wear my, my Sunday best, mm -hmm. but I'm doing all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. I'm married, but I'm sleeping. I'm the pastor. I'm sleeping with, with the women of the church. Mm -hmm. I'm gossiping behind people's backs. I'm judging people. I'm not loving my neighbors. Like, how do you say that you're Christian and pose yourself, you know, you know, present yourself as a Christian to the world and say, this is how it's supposed to be done, but your actions speak otherwise. You have the appearance and you might say, I am, you might be professing, you might be even saying the words, you might be the most powerful prayer in the room, right. but those are lip service, right. not when your actions are disobedient to the will of God. I mean, this is a judgment call on all of us. Do our actions align with the will of God? Ask yourself that every time you're about to do mm. something. If your moral conscience is, is in question, like you are questioning yourself, the Holy right. Spirit is nudging you, ask, ask, what am I doing right now? And right. does it align with the will of God? Right. Right. Because we know that salvation only comes from God, yes. as Philia said. Yes. And that salvation is granted to those who are obedient. And deserving of it. Amen. 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 Um, I enjoyed this parable of the two sons. I think we all need to ask ourselves which <laughs> sons are we, as, as well as do our actions align with the word of God um, and the will of God, because that's what Jesus wants for us in the kingdom to enter the kingdom of heaven. So this was great. This was um, wonderful. We're looking forward to the next recording. Yes. I mean, the next podcast um, to discuss the next parable. So for now, just stay tuned for announcements. announcements and closing prayer. Amen. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. 
We hope you enjoyed our discussion on the parable of the two sons. Before we end, we have a few announcements and then we will close with a prayer. First, we would like to announce that we will be back next Wednesday with another podcast on the parable of the wedding banquet. This can be found in the book of Matthew, chapter 22, verses 2 to 14. We are super excited to be back on tonight with our Wisdom Wednesdays YouTube live discussion, where we will be covering the power of parables and how they relate to our lives in Christ. This will take place tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss it. Lastly, our weekly podcast, Treading Faith, is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please check out our Instagram page for updates. And don't forget to follow us, like us, comment, and share with your family, friends, and neighbors alike. Now, let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer. God desires that we come to him and be restored back into his grace and favor. Isaiah 55, 11 says, God's word does not come back void. Now, since our prayers are strengthened in numbers, we ask that you come in agreement with us for this prayer. Dear Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for teaching us again and again how to live our life that is pleasing to you. We pray that you continue to reveal yourself to us and help us to honor you, not only with our words, but also in our actions. We pray that you will obey everything that we ask for, whether it is convenient or not. We pray that we will serve you, honor you, glorify you, and show you respect by doing what is known to be pleasing to you. We pray that our lives will reflect who you are. We pray that our lives will glorify you and continually attract and lead others to you. Heavenly Father, we pray that we will be children that you can count on. Help us to be wise, not foolish, and to be aware that we are ineffective Christians when we talk the talk, but do not walk the walk. Father God, help us. Help us to remember that in obeying you, we really are doing ourselves our good deeds because you will bless us in the end if we obey you. Father God, thank you. Thank you for being so patient with us, for just forgiving us, for giving us a chance after chance after chance. We pray, Father God, that we will never take your sweet grace for granted. We pray that our lives will be a sweet-smelling aroma to you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all that you do, all that you have done, and all that you will continue to do. May the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. In Jesus' precious name, may we all come in agreement and say amen, amen, and amen. We thank you all. We hope to see you tonight for our YouTube life. And remember, be safe, be happy, and know that God is always on your side. Bye.